This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstiles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20 to receive 20% off. They got a ton of stuff from all the major sporting leagues, all kinds of signed sports memorabilia, wrestling memorabilia, old comic books, new comic books. They got it. Best thing is, they ship worldwide even better. They update daily, so please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Red Dead Redemption, Resident Evil, Silent Hill 2, and so many others. Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store, itpublic.com, or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. Takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts, travel mugs, phone cases, anything you need or want. It is there. But the easiest thing, the best thing to do to support the show each and every week is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week is the 350th episode of the podcast. And I couldn't think of two better individuals to join me. First up. He is a regular on the show, and most listeners know him by now. But if you don't, you may have seen him before in the past reviewing and talking about video games and other cool stuff for EP Daily. And he is currently a freelance writer for Apple, Steve Tilly. What's going on, Steve? I am good, my friend. Yes, yes. And we are not alone. Like I said, we are also joined by an EP Daily alumni who has also reviewed cool stuff amongst others along your side, but she is currently TSN's Digital Sports Center host, Marissa Roberto. Wow. Look at us. Look at us. Reunion. What did you say? 350? That's absolutely bananas, dude. That's a great milestone, dude. Congrats. And 350 consecutive weeks without missing an episode. That's right. So what happens when you go on vacation or get get yeah. like sick or just you just don't do those things? I bank stuff and I usually don't talk about anything current, so then it doesn't seem uh, like it's old smart. or anything. Yeah, wow. like, like usually with that old like guests that have are like for example, if this wasn't coming out right now or, or when it's coming out, I would have banked this and used probably something like this because reoccurring guests you just talk about shit you're catching up, right? So it really doesn't matter. But when it's actual interviews and people want to promote shit, I can't really bank that because it's not fair on them, right? Yeah, like, this could be evergreen until we start revealing ourselves. Like, yeah. Watching, you yeah. know what I mean? What, like, what years are we now? It could be 2024. It could be 2025 we're doing this. Nobody knows. It nope. could be 2024. Guys, we're not going to make it to 2025. <laughs> what do you mean? We're going to... It's all... It's okay. It's, it's over. Have you, uh, have you guys checked out Taylor Swift's new album, 1989? It's, it's pretty... <laughs> it's pretty fire. saying, um, they're saying 2015 or whatever it is yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's be, let's, let's totally put a stamp on this. So 1989 is coming out in a week from now. <laughs> Taylor's version. 
Oh, that's true. Actually, I forgot Taylor's version is coming out right away. Well, yeah, and you can't forget oh. about Jada Pickett Smith's book coming out, right? That's another oh one. Oh my God, please. We've all collectively had enough of Jada Pickett yeah. Smith. Like, my God. We have all that what, why, why, why does so many to insert herself every time Tupac is mentioned? It doesn't make any sense. Like, let can he rest in peace? Can, can, he, can he rest in peace? She he she mentioned in the interview that he has he had alopecia. But he was too embarrassed to talk about it. It's like, why are you bringing it up then? Right. Why are you bringing up the fact that <laughs> this thing okay, he was too embarrassed to talk about, which he can't defend now? I'm just going to talk. About exactly. It. Like, let, let the man rest in peace. I, I well, mean, he's not. Talk. He's not actually dead, so he can't. Oh, right. <laughs> it's wild right. that, they, that, that go. they've uh, got that guy for his murder when he's he's living in like uh, Aruba right now. But yeah, that right? Yeah. Um, no, you know what? I was I was gonna buy that stuff. The conspiracy theories about him not really being dead, but like with all the stuff that's happened in the world, I cannot see him staying silent right? throughout all of this. I think so. All, there's no way. There's and there'd no be more sightings probably. too. Like, look how many sightings of yeah. Elvis there was when he died, and he obviously died. Like, you think yeah. people would see, like, Tupac Did somewhere. Did I don't know, guys. Is, any, is, I, is anybody I, I really dead? I do believe the Michael Jackson conspiracy, though. Like, I, oh. I believe that one. Okay. They're, like, there's a few of them that I believe. That one I believe. Um, but oh, all the yeah. other ones, I'm like, no, I, I think they're dead. So, if you're hearing this, Michael Jackson, we know you're alive, bro. <laughs> and Steve would love yeah. to be on the podcast. So, you know. Maybe, maybe, we, can call, maybe we can call in right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know special guest of the week for the 350th episode. episode. <laughs> oh you my! Defend yourself, man. Remember that you guys remember that video game, the Michael Jackson Experience. Wh- which one was oh, that? Man. The only one I remember was Moonwalker on the Genesis. No, there was a Michael Jackson Experience. It was like yeah. a Just Dance game, but it was a Michael Jackson Experience. Oh, and oh right, all yeah, the songs cool. were Michael Jackson songs. It was like early when I first started covering video games. This must have been like, I don't know, 15 years, 16 years ago. Oh, wow. This game came out. Um, you started covering video games when you were nine? <laughs> that's, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. Have I told you about my friend Botox? <laughs> <laughs> Good old boy. Uh, well, speaking of conspiracies, do you guys believe in all the alien talk and aliens? And are yeah. they here? They're out there? What's your guys' take on that? No, that's no? it. And the, the reason why is okay. because the the chances of aliens actually being able to find us on Earth, um, you know, presumably hundreds of light years away from wherever they came from, okay. and just like chilling and making themselves like hiding, but not really hiding very well, or you know, crashing into. I so I don't buy it. Like I know aliens, yeah. aliens are part of our pop culture. Makeup, but they're just scientifically. It is so ludicrously impossible that aliens would have made it to Earth um, that I just can't buy any of this. Uh, All right. I, like, I don't like. I know. I know the the allegedly. Oh, I know not allegedly. But I know that the the U.S. government, I believe, has maybe confirmed, or people within the government, former government people, have confirmed that they have non. What do they say? Like non-human. I don't know, biologics or non-human technology or something. I don't know, man. I'm right. not. I'm just not buying it. All right, this is Steve has just played his hand. Okay, now we know that he's one of the aliens. I am, right? I am the Scully. I am the Scully to you to, to the multi. Okay, <laughs> spoiler. Some people haven't seen that series. Oh my god! <laughs> Going back to 1989. <laughs> Some well, people don't know. X Files is still on TV as we're recording this. You know the the yeah. Oh, the new stuff. This one was banked way, way long time ago. Yeah. We just finished our first season of Reviews on the Run. But so, Steve, do you actually believe there's aliens out there, though? I believe that there is definitely, like, somewhere in the universe that okay. there is intelligent life, for sure. I just don't, I just in no way believe that they made it to Earth or even aware of Earth. I don't believe that for a minute. The distances are just too vast. Like, you know, some aliens on a planet 100 million light years away, we'll never know. We'll never know about them. We'll never be able to, to contact Yeah, but don't, don't you think they, they have, yet again, vast technology too that could get them here that yeah. we don't know about? So or? Like, they have like faster than light travel, but they're, they're so fucking stupid to keep crashing their flying saucers on Earth. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. That, does, that doesn't make any sense. That they have, they have the, Even this trial and error incredible technology, and they somehow found Earth in the middle of nowhere and came and, like, just happened to crash a few times, and I don't know. Their bodies are all mummified. So, like, there's, there's that one guy, that one uh, 
guy in Mexico, I think, who showed mm-hmm. the mummified bodies like that. It's clearly bullshit. But I even this this even the assertion that like there's evidence. I don't know, man. Show it to me. Show it to me. Um, I feel like you have this many times over. Some people, of course, are snake oil salesmen. They're just trying to make a buck. Yeah. And the things like totally. But I don't see how you don't believe that they could just have already made it down to Earth. That they're way smarter than us. They've been around longer than us. And if you saw Earth from the universe, like if you saw Earth. If it came into your purview, would you not think it looked so sparkly and beautiful that you would have to go down and see it? I guess, but then, like, did they visit all the other planets they found first? No, to see the other planets were ass. There? <laughs> true. Okay, I guess you could say they could maybe tell that there was, you know, signals of intelligent life coming from Earth, but I don't, I don't buy that. Like these little, and why do they look exactly like we've always said they look like in, in like movies? Concept? That, like why I know. Are the aliens always like little things with big heads and big eyes. Like if they, if the alien had like fourteen tentacles and like ten penises or something, that's what would they think? <laughs> fuck? Maybe okay, I, have, right. I, I would maybe believe that. Is that something that you're right. thought of? You're right. But it's like, oh wow, these aliens that crash on Earth look exactly like we've always depicted aliens in. in and why are they and always flying saucers? The reason we do depict them like that in popular culture is because people have experienced them in real life before. I don't know. I would love to. I would love to think that. Like, I, I want to believe there is other intelligent life out there, and I would think it'd be really cool if we could contact them somehow. I just, I just don't believe it's actually happened. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Never mind. We just we've discovered that number one, Steve's an alien. Number two, <laughs> you can't believe that there are aliens out here. I'm just trying to throw you guys off my scent. See, the funny thing is, I usually go. I go both ways because, again, like Steve, compelling argument. And it's true. The other thing that always blows my mind is why is, Why are they always flying saucers? Why can't it be other shapes? Why can't it be something? Right. Like, does every other planet have the same type of spaceship? Like, what's going on here, right? And exactly. then, and then, yeah, always the same type of caricatures that they are and stuff. Who even knows if they're even beings? Why can't they be like a spirit or like something yeah. gassy or, or something? Like, they don't have to be like... Robots or something. Exactly, yeah, right? Like these little, little gray men. That's, that, yeah, I don't buy it. Again, but then again, me, show it's me like... Show me 10 penises and I'm, and I'm in. Me, I like want to believe because there's so many stories that coincide together with strangers I've never met and they tell exactly like the same story and that's what blows my mind. And it's like, maybe they did see something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you. I'm, I'm, I hear you I'm with you. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I don't know. Why not buy it? Why not buy it? Also, if we're going to go out, I feel like we should go out like that, guys. We should go out like that. Big time alien invasion. That's like a big, like, like a story, you know? That, that would be like in uh, in the Watchmen, the Watchmen comics. That's what unites humanity. Like, like humanity's on the verge of World War Three, oh. And what does the fakes, like an alien invasion, the, the, the smart dude? And that brings humanity together. And then maybe that's mm-hmm. what I mean. We can fucking use an alien invasion to write about now right. to bring humanity together, unite against a common a common foe. That would, yeah. You know what? Let's yeah. okay, make it happen, guys. If you're listening, it's time. Yeah. Alien invasion. Let's go. Let's do it. We do. We need we need something to unite us because I honestly feel like this world has never been more divided. Which is why I'm like, do people yeah. not have video games? Like it sucks if they don't because I feel like if we could just distract ourselves with video games, um, maybe we'd fight a lot less. It's true. I, I, I believe in that as well. Well, if you don't believe Steve, go watch the, the Netflix series Encounters. I'm like halfway through it. It's about people experiences and multiple people in the same areas having the same experiences talking about UFOs and aliens and stuff like that. Some stories, it's, you know, a bit skeptical. But other one, like I said, man, it's hard when people have that much conviction and believe so hard. Like some people lost families or businesses just because they wanted to prove that this was real. Like that's what it's like gets to me. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with that kind of conviction, right? And, I, and this, there has been some evidence, like the the videos that there was, they released of, like, the, I don't know, it was the Air Force or Navy pilots tracking, yes. like, things they didn't know they were. Really, and they like, talk about that on the series. Devices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, then, they decide that, you say it's, it's some kind of, you know, high-tech Chinese surveillance drone or something, who knows? Uh, I don't know, man, it is a mystery. I'm open-minded to it, I'm just not, I'm just not, until I see... The fourteen armed, ten penis <laughs> alien that's flying something besides a flying saucer. I'm going to have trouble believing it. All so. right, you've kind of sold me a little bit, but then I'm like, <laughs> no, I want I want you to have the wonder of you know belief. I don't want to take that away from you. Don't don't listen to me. Like I said, I am clearly an alien trying to just. That's what I'm saying. Like I also kind of want to believe that you're one of them, I'm trying to convince us otherwise. Yeah, I think so too. Exactly what an alien would say. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of aliens and all this fun stuff, it is Halloween season, of course. So, what have you guys been watching? What have you been dipping your toe? Have you been getting ready for Halloween? I know, Marissa, you're not so much into the horror stuff, but do you watch stuff like Charlie Brown's Halloween or something to get in the mood? <laughs> no, I really love, I really, I truly love all the Simpsons Halloween specials. Oh, okay. So, that's fair. That's the one thing that my husband can convince me to do. Okay. Uh, is like sit with him and watch all of the House of Horrors. Um, but he has been now, because it's literally, we've been together for 19 years, okay? He has not once convinced me to like sit down and watch a horror movie with him. Actually, a couple times he wrote me into um, Texas Chainsaw Ch- Texas Chainsaw Ma- Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I got there. Great, um, one. Great one. to And then because with. because I'm like, wait, this is based on a true story. I'm like, what the like? I could not. <laughs> I, I was sick to my stomach knowing oh. this is based on a true story. So, like I had to like I had to stop watch. I could not deal with it anymore. It made me so scared that I'd never watch another one of him. <laughs> and now he's just been watching. He's just been putting them on and watching them and I'll go into the other room and play Stardew Valley. Like I'm just playing Stardew Valley in the other room while he's watching. He's watching all the Halloweens. Um, nice. He put on Chucky the other night, which I think maybe I could get into Chucky. Okay. Um, um, and I don't know. He's like, he's like, you know, the third Halloween, like the Halloween that came out without Michael Myers. I mean, he's like trying to tell me about it. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I want it. Cause he used to have a Michael Myers mask. Oh, okay. Okay. So like, I <laughs> I hit it so good one day that he's never and I'll never reveal where it is. I, it's gone. He he will never find it again. So he has a Michael Myers mask, but the yeah. Michael Myers mask in the original Halloween was actually a Captain Kirk mask that they, they yes. painted over. Did you know that? Right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's some insider info. I love that. So that's weird. It's like a it's like a second generation mask. It's like a mask based on a, another mask. Right. Because apparently the director wanted to not make it about Michael Myers. He's trying to make every every movie about something else but surrounding Halloween. So he mm-hmm. wanted to make something new each time, but because Michael Myers, I'm learning all this through him, because Michael Myers was such a hit, they just, he kept releasing, had to release more films, continue his story. But he's become so evil now that, like, he can't, he can't die. Like, he's just an entity right. that doesn't die. I really don't like that stuff, you know? It but really you sure know a lot about it. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Well, the thing is, like, I'm just fascinated by it, right? So, like, I'll go into okay. the next room and, like, I'll take the monitor <laughs> and I'll be, like, kind of side-eyeing it as he's watching. I'm like, oh, what's this one called? Like, he's like, just come sit and watch. I'm like, no, I just want to know what it is. Oh, is something happening? I know when, like, sex starts that killing will start right after. So, like, Good if it's, like if somebody's <laughs> removing a top, if somebody's, like, closing yep. one off, I'm like, oh, someone's going to die, get out of the room. Like, that's <laughs> that's that's the time the killing starts, guys. That's the, the horror movie tip. You can have sex. You're, you yeah, you do. don't. That's the thing. That's how you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like dead giveaway. Do you like you guys watch a lot of horror? I'm not really. It's a, oh, I love. I'm I'm wearing a Freddy Krueger t-shirt, so I yeah. love horror. To me, I I grew up on that shit. Oddly enough, like I think the first time my first real horror movie was Hellraiser one, and I was about six. And I'll never forget the scene where it like rips off his face, and I was like, oh, this is what I. And at that age, I knew like. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't scare me. I was enthralled by it. Like nothing really scared me that much as a kid. So I don't know. I, to me, it was, it was great. To me, it was more of a fantasy than anything. I guess like, okay, so here's another thing. When you guys are watching these, if you're watching them with somebody you're watching by yourself, are you making like little funny comments while you're watching, like making jokes about things that are happening to like, like, I don't know, create some levity or are you just in it like sitting there with the horror the whole time? Oh no, you got to go with it because then it's it's not fun. Like you, ha- it's like pro wrestling. You have to go with it. Like you know what I mean. Like you know it's scripted, but you still go with it because what fun is yeah, it? When, I, when I'm watching pro wrestling, though, like I'm also laughing at how like silly and over dramatic it is. Okay. I can't I can't fully go all in. I, I laugh at some of the things that are happening because like I get it's it. funny. <laughs> I get it. I don't. I. I find it hard to get, like, I can't remember the last horror movie I saw that really, like, really scared me or psychologically got to me. And it could be I've maybe just watched the wrong ones, but I, I just watched uh, Talk to Me, um, which was good. Um, I thought it kind of fell apart at the end. It was like one of those sort of what the hell happened at the end kind of things. But um, even stuff like, I think maybe, yeah, even Hereditary. Like, everybody talks about Hereditary now, yeah. now what a mind fuck that movie is. And I agree, but then it just sort of, again, I, kind of, I thought it was great up until the point it got really supernatural. And then I, just, then I kind of fell out of it. Like, once they, they were, you know, floating around, there, there's still that terrifying scene where Tony Collette is, she 
she's on the fucking ceiling right. above the kid's bed in the bedroom, and you can just sort of barely make her out in the light, and she's like scrambling <laughs> across the ceiling. But then, it gets, then, but then the stuff that gets kind of dumb too. Like I, the the more yeah. supernatural a horror movie is, the less kind of um, I don't know, the less like, I can kind of be scared by it. But the really I'm the same way. Are, but, yeah, like, like the Conjuring and the Nun movies, like that whole series, I never got into either. I think I watched the first Conjuring, and I was like. Eh, like I don't know like I don't get it like this is too much like n- none of this would actually have now something like The Exorcist where nice and simple you have that great right. scene sure you can right. actually see that but it's like you said Steve if you go over the top then it becomes something like Nightmare on Elm Street for example like you know what I mean which and there's like totally a place for that stuff like I love I love those movies I love the, the good kind of corny slasher movies of course my yeah. favorite type but like the, the, the movie, the horror movies that try to take, and I, I don't think Talk to Me was like this. Talk to Me was, it, it, you guys can see it, you should watch it. It's it's um, Australian like film. And, no. Sorry? Like, I should watch it? No. But maybe not yet. No. Cisco <laughs> should watch it. Cisco <laughs> yeah, and okay. Steve should watch it. Not yet. Okay, okay. Like, I don't, like, will I have nightmares? Probably, right? Is it, it's, is it yeah, a it's scary. It's scary, and there's uh, um, horror stuff, like, and there's, there's some pretty, pretty serious self harm. With oh. a, a young a young kid and as it goes yeah. on, so it's yeah, it's like religion. Is it religious stuff? What is it? What no, is it no. I mean, the premise is that there's a petrified hand that if you touch it, you oh. uh, connect with dead people. Oh, okay. and so it sort of builds a story around that. Yeah, and, okay. but it's really well done. It's really well done. The effects okay. are well I'll done. The story is well done. It's, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I watched Idle Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? What's that guy saying? What the hell, like Devin? Devin Sawa. You don't yeah, understand. He was like such a he was such a heartthrob for yeah, you know girls of my age at that time because he was Casper also. Was he? Do you remember when they revealed him as Casper? Oh, the friendly ghost. Guys, when that reveal happened, that was a canon event for girls my age. <laughs> Casper was revealed as Devin Sawa. Oh my god! Never mind Leo and the Titanic. It was Devin Sawa as Casper. <laughs> That was the moment. That was it. So anyways, you can watch yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that's my Halloween movie recommend. That, that sounds like the only kids about your speed for Halloween movies, yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I know it's not up your alley, Marissa, but maybe you, Steve. I don't know. Are you a fan of the Saw series? Because you're sort of like a mind fuck. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, Marissa. No, wait, Have you watched them? Steve, didn't you review this? Didn't you review like I saw? On the show? Yeah. Didn't you review one of these movies? Maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like you did. Like, there must have been a saw or two. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like, I know I've seen... I saw the first few. Like, I saw mm-hmm. saws probably one through three or four, I think. And mm-hmm. then I kind of tapped out, so it seems like kind of the same thing over and over. But, well, you know um, what, then? Yeah, then- that kind of stuff... <clears throat> If I were you, then you're you're right in because Saw Ten pretty much is a, sort of a prequel sequel, like it, like Jigsaw. Spoiler alert: Jigsaw's still alive in this one, but it's before he dies. So you sort of see stuff from the first few good Saw movies. So for someone like you, you're not missing out. You don't need to catch up on that's anything. A, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like it'd be up my alley. Hey, Marissa, too. She's she's a, Marissa's a huge fan of like. Torture porn movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The more, the more eyeballs getting lacerated, the more she likes it. Oh my god! Don't even take me back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, please. That's a nightmare. How about horror video games? Do you dabble in those? Gross. No. <laughs> like I find horror video games way scarier because like they're yes. interactive. Right? In the game, like you're getting you're getting scared by stuff. Um, years ago, when I was writing for the Sun, I wrote about uh, I would write about scary video games around Halloween a bunch of times and still still one of the scariest video game experiences and Steve I feel like you and I have talked about this before is mm-hmm. um, Minecraft like the first night in Minecraft <laughs> when you spawn into the world you gotta punch some trees and get some wood and you gotta build like a little fucking hut or a hole in the wall Jeez. and then night falls and like the creepers are out there and the spiders and uh, the zombies that was oh. scary like hiding this little hole like checking out a one block kind of window waiting for for the sun to come up again so you're, you can leave and not get killed. That's scary. That, that, that is one of the scarier video game experiences I've had. It's the first well, how about this? Ever. What was your first scariest game that you ever played? What was that first jump scare you ever got from a game? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the first one, but I got a shout out. Do you guys remember? Um, it's, it, it's a little more recent game. I think it was called... Oh, was it Until Dawn or before, no, something Dawn? It was a, a PS4 
four game, I think, that had uh, like was all motion captured actors. Yes, yeah, or, it is. I think it is until dawn. Until dawn, yeah. It had a thing where if you had a, a PlayStation camera hooked up mm-hmm. to your, your system, oh, it would man. record your reaction to the jump scares oh, in the game awesome. and save them as video files. It would do a little split screen of like what was happening and your reaction. <laughs> I, I, I saved some because it's I'm just sitting there. It's like one side of the screen, it's like some thing jumping out of a closet. The other side, it's me like. On my couch, going fuck, you know, <laughs> so that, that was great. I mean, that whole game was kind of built around jump scares, and that's like that's like a fun kind of jump scares. I, I tried playing things like Amnesia, and that that's just too it's too like it's too intense. It's too scary, and it's like I said, it's more. It feels so much more scary um, because you're in it. And do you, do you remember uh, PT the the yes, oh my god. Demo that came and went on PS4. That was one of the scariest games. And it wasn't even a game. It was like a teaser for a game that never actually materialized. Was, I think it was a good teaser for what was going to be a Silent Hill game that never came out. That's right. But yes. That one teaser was just freaking terrifying. But again, it's because you're in it, right? Like, it's so much more effective when you are controlling the person moving around the environment and you, know, you feel like you're there rather than just being like a passive viewer of a movie. No, it's so um, true. How about you, Marissa? You guys, you guys ever play Condemned? It's Condemned, right? Oh, yeah. I hate that game. Oh, shit. The mannequin. Really the mannequin. Oh, that, my God. That was crazy scary. Was... I didn't like Cisco played that. And again, I was intrigued, so I like kind of watched it to the side of my corner of my eye every time I walked into the room. Like, that was... <laughs> Anything that starts out in, a, like, in an insane asylum, that's it. I'm, I'm quitting for sure. That is, so you never got into Resident Evil or again Silent Hills, no. none of these? No. What was the Resident Evil where you could play co-op for? Uh, five. Let's say five or six. Five. Yeah, yeah, it was five. Okay, so I played some of that because I could play with him. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going alone. You can absolutely forget that. <laughs> I, I do played, love the storyline though. Okay. I, I played through all of Resident Evil Eight. Um, okay. That's the first Resident, Resident Evil game I finished in in a long time. Yeah. But uh, no, it was good. I enjoyed that. And again, if, Steve, I feel like you and I talked about this before. Maybe I just talked about my, my buddies, but I played it on um, easy mode. Yep. And like, there's a lot of controversy with hardcore gamers about playing games on, on easier difficulty. I just wanted to experience the story and not have to yeah. worry about hoarding ammunition, right? I'm like exactly. dying a million times. I just wanted to go through this really cool environment and uh, experience the story and like and i found the easy like easy difficulty in resident evil 8 was just or village whatever it's called was just perfect like it was okay a little bit of challenge but i think maybe i died three or four times over the course of the whole game but it's like just a little bit of challenge to to not feel like you were just walking over all, all the enemies right because that's not but, fun either um, yeah that's not fun either right like feeling feeling overpowered isn't really fun but um, did you did you guys see did you end up watching the movie that came out recently what movie no, was there a new one? Yeah. Uh, was there a new one? I don't know. Which one? The yeah, one? it came out like three, two, two years ago. The one on Amazon that incorporates one and two, and they're in the police station. That's right. Yes, that was actually right to the. I, we talked about this, Steve. I brought it up in one of our older older episodes, and I said it was right true to the story of part one and two. It was oh, like okay. word for word, like every, like I felt like I was playing the game. Oh, cool! And it's very that. underrated. Is I don't know it? why it didn't get more. I don't I, know. Liked it. And Me I too. Time, I went to the theater, like they premiered at a theater here in Toronto. Oh, okay. And I remember sitting with some of the actors were in the in the theater, and a couple. I won't reveal who it was, but I gave him. I don't know if you can swear on this, but I gave I gave it to him after because he was like he had been drinking watching the movie, and so like sometimes something would happen that like obviously was supposed to be jump scare, but he would laugh like it was funny to him. So like I'm like the actors like in the movie right? don't insult the movie like he's right here. And oh I, come on, you had, you had a name and shame now. <laughs> Although it may be somebody we probably never even heard of, right? Like it, it, no, it was Brock McLaughlin. I'll just say it, it was Brock. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was Brock. Actually, gave it to him. My mom like shut, Brock, shut, shut your mouth. Shut it. He was in the movie. No, he the the actor that he wasn't in the movie. The actor that was in the movie was in the theater with us. And oh, and yeah. Brock was laughing. Yeah, he's talking. I thought the actor was shitting on his own movie. I thought, <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, no, that that would have been funnier. It's a bad movie when the actors aren't even taking it seriously. No. I, no, yeah, I, 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 I,
because I just started. I literally just started playing it again. Oh, like, did you? Like and speaking yesterday. of playing, <laughs> like speaking of playing stuff on easy mode, that's why I like I told you that's why I did really like part one because you have to scavenge for ammo. Did I? The scavenging, I'm over. I'm not young anymore. I don't have time to go look under cars for ammo and stuff. I just like, to me, I want infinite ammo, but I still want a challenge, if that makes sense. And I think Last of Us 2, again, did it perfectly for someone who wants to just experience the story and have a little bit of challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because I, I played it on normal, then I finished it on hard on, on New Game Plus. No, thank and you. And I've actually started <laughs> Googling strategies to play in grounded mode, which is like the absolute like insane Why? level of difficulty for Last of Us. I actually finished Last of Us one on Grounded or whatever. Maybe I had a different name for Last of Us one. I think it was Grounded, and, and I kind of want to do two. But there's that the fight with the uh, the Rat King um, in the the hospital basement. That huge, yep. gross, like infected. That's all you know. A whole bunch of them merged together. It was hard on normal. It was almost impossible on hard, and I just I, I, feel like I, I would not be able to get past that point on right. on any any worse uh, degree of difficulty. But um, let's um, normalize easy mode, guys. Let's normalize it. Starting here. Thank now. you. Right. <laughs> I've been I, saying this I, for years. I agree. It's, uh, just, let's just normalize playing games you want to, the way you want to play them. Right. Yeah. Like, but if actually, you want to I start... a woman character. He can play with a woman character. He shouldn't be getting any flack about it online. I. Uh, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. If I'm going to stare at a third person game, if I'm going to stare at an ass for 25 hours, I'd rather stare at a female character's ass. Fair enough. But, um, it is a good point. You no, know, I started playing Last of Us, or just, I just got, um, as you guys know, I moved to Edmonton, back to Edmonton recently. Um, mm-hmm. I just got my TV set up finally, like two days wow. ago. Wow. Look at that. You've been there for like a year. I know. I was yeah. just going to say I've it. It's been 14 months since I've had my TV and my phone hooked <laughs> up. It's been crazy. <sighs> and, um, um, my girlfriend really enjoyed The Last of Us, the series. And I said jokingly, do you want to watch me play through The Last of Us Part Two? And she's like, yeah, I actually would like that. And that's the dream for any guy, right? You to have a, to have a, a girlfriend who wants to watch you play. Oh, yeah. so that's, that's, that's the pinnacle. See, thank you you said that, Steve. So if you're listening, sweetie, you have to watch me play video games. Because I tried yes. doing it with her because she loved the series. Same thing. She didn't know anything mm-hmm. about the HBO series. She watched it, loved it, loved all the characters. And then... And then I told her, I'm like, this is like playing the video game. So you could watch me play part two. And she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We start playing. I, uh, I start playing it. You know how far she got to? Until the snowball that's fight hard. at the beginning. And then that's, that's it. Like, that's like 10 minutes in. Thank you. The then she was out. She's already on her phone. That's she was disinterested. Just, I was like, oh. Like the violence are new, but then it's all the character development. Right? Thank you. We, can we just can we break that down for just a second here? here um, you guys love watching. You guys love having your significant others watch you play video games okay, you love it when a girl watches you play video games is this this is fact yes yes okay let me let me clarify i would love it even more if like she wanted to play or was literally interested in playing no. a co-op game but you know not everybody has that kind of experience like unless you grew up with games playing games playing third playing like uh action adventure games with you know one one joystick controls the character, one joystick controls the camera. If you're not used to that, that's hard, hard. for some people to get used to. See, that's yeah. my wife. So, She'll play any two D scrolling side. Like she loves the Mario's, the Donkey Kong countries. That's her jam. She'll play even Mario Kart. She'll play that all day with me. But as soon as there's like you said, there's a camera, she gets lost because she tries to play Fall Guys, and then when the camera rotates, <laughs> she's like, I, I can't see. What am I doing? I'm like, you got to rotate with the other. She's like, God, this is too hard. My um. um my girlfriend played Battletoads back in the day. Like she, she was hardcore into Battletoads. So she's got some, she's got some gamer chops. This isn't okay. like, I feel like Marissa's trying to, I feel like Marissa's trying to paint a, a little. I you know, know. Scenario. She's like, shaming oh, us. Yeah, God just wants me to watch you because it strokes your ego. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not what I was. That's not what I was okay. saying at all. Okay, good. I felt like that's where you were going. I felt like you were that's laying not, that ground. That's not what I was going at all because my my husband also loves it when I watch him play games. Okay. Yes, he would love it more if I played with him, but he loves it when I watch him play. Right. I could not be, I'm bringing this up because I could not be more of the opposite. I oh. hate it when he watches me play. Really? I cannot stand it. I want him to leave me alone. I want my own experience. I don't want to share any of it. Like, I just, oh my if God. I'm playing with him, that's fine. But I don't want him to watch me play anything at all. And I think hmm. it might just be an insecurity thing on my part because he's so good at video games that I feel like he's judging the way I'm playing. Oh. Which, is, which obviously he's not. Like he's probably just thrilled that you're that you're exactly. playing. Exactly. No, I, I thought there's some judgment there. I, like if I, you've ever seen me play a sports game, I feel like he's judging me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I was trying. I was trying to, you know, give Cisco the bit of the doubt. No, but it's like a co-op game. What was that game? It takes two. That was such two. an amazing. Oh, oh, there you go. Like, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Hi- highly, highly recommend. It takes two if you have not played yet. With just play with anyone, it is such a magical experience to play with someone else. And there's so many games like that. What's the other one? Two Brothers, I think, is sort of like that too. You played like tandem. Yeah, same developer. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, there you go. Yeah, they, they've done like I think three like really strong co-op games now. Mm. Um, the Brothers and what's the other one? The the, the two guys. Um, are yeah, Prison Gate, um, it's like Prison Bay. Oh, yeah, can't recall it, but it takes two. Is like. It's incredible. It's, it's just an incredible game, but the the cleverness with which they made uh, like the, the co-op gameplay and just the story behind it, like it's really heartfelt. It's really heartfelt. Yeah, I love that it's game. It's deep. It's heavy. It's about to, like it's tough. It's, yeah. it's a tough subject. So no, I'm uh, I was all I was all aboard. Like different kinds of gameplay that you have in the game. You know, there was platforming. There was just there was shoot. There was so much. Mm-hmm. Co-op stuff I love, but. Again, not scary, but I guess if we're talking about divorce, it's kind of scary. So there you go. Back to your horror theme. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your guys' preferred genre, if you could only pick one? Oh. I I think Steve and I are the same. I think, I don't know about you, Steven, but I'm picking RPG. I'm picking, like, Skyrim vibes. I'm picking Oblivion vibes. You like Skyrim, Marissa? Wow. I like Oblivion more than Skyrim. I've I liked I've always liked Oblivion more than Skyrim. But um, if I'm picking a Bethesda game, I'm picking Elder Scrolls RPG for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I like the big RPGs or the like the single player kind of story driven, like the, like the PS, like the, the Sony first party games, like yes. um, Horizon or God of War, Spider Man. Yeah. Like I like I love those kind of really you know, graphically. Um, uh, you know, graphically impressive single player. But yeah, I am. I mean, I've put hundreds of hours into Skyrim and, and Fallout, and I have not touched Starfield yet. Though I was going to so, ask because yeah, this has so been your game summer. on your radar for yeah, now months. Moving, getting shit settled, and then work went crazy, and all mm. kinds of stuff's happening. And I just have not got to Starfield yet. So it's on. It's. It's on the list. Starfield and Baldur's Gate three are both. That's another big one. Oh, those are those are huge. Both massive games. Yeah, that I've been, that's crazy. Steve. No, I, I also haven't gotten into Starfield either. Cisco started playing. Like we got one of the Grog um, portable gaming. I don't want to. I want to play on the on the portable, but um, no, we have to share it. So it's not really the vibe. But also, like I'm more gonna. I I wanted it to be more Elder Scrolls vibe, less Fallout vibes, and I, and mm, I okay. fair with it. Um, I'm so so. I'm waiting. I'm holding out. I'll, I'll still play it, but I'm I'm really holding out for a new Elder Scrolls. I cannot wait for that. They've just put so much into Elder Scrolls Online. I never got into Elder Scrolls Online. It's just not my bag. Yeah, online games in general. I think I think I try gave ESO a, a, a chance because I you know like you, I'm a big fan of the the universe. And the first there's some main quest where you got to talk to some queen or something, and like it's very serious. And then there's like two guys just like teabag and behind her or something and just like jump around like other random online people and it just it just shatters the immersion for me like oh just having God. all yeah. kinds of random idiots running around it's like nah nah something in Fallout 76 I couldn't I couldn't I mean Fallout 76 had a really bad rap I think it's improved but, um, I still can't see because my Bethesda jam is the Fallout universe, and I couldn't get into yeah. seventy six. I kept trying. Every update would come out. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. Die. I'm like, I can't. I need that good single story driven yeah, game, exactly. like from Fallout three. Because to me, that's my my favorite Fallout. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's not. I, don't, I prefer more fantasy vibes versus okay. I don't know, versus like like GTA type of vibes, I guess. Right. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. Oh, I also really love GTA, and I don't know if you guys ever played Chinatown Wars on the on the DS. Oh, but that that's a, oh, that's going back. My, it's a throwback, yeah. I'm old, okay. So that was easily my <clears throat> my favorite GTA because that was like a portable GTA experience. I just loved True. being a drug dealer. Like I loved <laughs> in the video game. Someone's gonna crop that me. now. It's gonna be online yes, everywhere. I, I love it. It's just fun. Like GTA gives you that. That's the fun thing about GTA. Right. That, like you get to have these like these fun experiences that like you're not gonna get in trouble for because it's just a video game. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're gonna steal a car, just start making your way through the hood, change the channel, see what's on the radio, 
go for a cruise. It's fun times. So when you guys have the chance and the choice in a video game to play a bad or a good person, what do you guys lean towards most of the time? Good. Ah, uh, see, yeah. but, see, but that's not fair. Yeah, I have, I have trouble being bad in games. Like in in, in games, you're just out to create me. Although I have done the thing, I think we've all done this probably, in, okay. in, especially in like Bethesda RPGs. You're like being good, 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 and you save the game, they just go crazy and like slaughter everybody in the town or whatever right and then you no, like but yeah i can't i can't be bad like in the games like but the mass effect games where you you have a lot of sort of fairly clear cut good and bad um right. options yeah. i'm always the goody tissues i just can't be mean to yeah. games. no because even in fable too like fable you start to grow horns what if you oh, if you right. yeah. if you start going that way I just, when people are going through the run-throughs, I'll watch them and they're doing it bad and like they start getting horns. Like, why do you want to be bad? Why do you want to get horns? You need to help people. This is what being a hero in these games is all about. Like, why wouldn't you want to be the hero? So people that want to be that way, I don't know. A little sus. A little sus. Like, I don't know what their their day-to-day life is. Maybe they just want to be bad like that. But I want to be bad in like GTA. Like, I want to be a drug dealer. I don't want to like, you know, hurt people. Oh, I see. Okay, Marissa, that makes sense. Marissa, the impact of, of dealing drugs is probably far more <laughs> harmful. Then just well, going up and punching no, some guy the, and the, the, running over some dudes. She's just thinking short term. Yeah, the deals you're making, the deals you're making. Yeah, the lives you're destroying with your, your drug dealing. The families. Oh Think okay, about the children. They're like, they're like surface recreational. Okay, I'm not. That's not fentanyl out there. Recreational. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it was just weed. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but yeah, true. I guess. <laughs> so, what have you guys been I playing recently? I don't remember what the drugs were actually. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> They never really said. They always just said it was drugs. Right? Yeah, it could be anything. So you're right. I should. I was just assuming it was just, you know, making making weed drops. But could have been worse. Who knows? It's all, so what have you guys been playing recently then? Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, how about recent games that have dropped within no, the year 2023? No, it sucked me back in, guys. I okay. screwed up because I stopped, I dropped, I stopped playing Zelda. I oh, didn't okay. finish it, okay? There you I go. stopped playing Zelda, wow. and I re-downloaded Stardew, because I'm like, you know what? I kind of miss it a little bit. Big mistake. Huge mistake. I All I do all day is thinking about, I think about my chickens, <laughs> thinking, about, thinking about my cow, thinking about the mines and stuff. Like, I am thinking about the townspeople I have to give gifts to. Like, I am always thinking about this game, which I should never have downloaded on my Switch. I should have left it on the Xbox. Where I don't really touch it as much. Right. And I have the switch with me all the time. I'm I'm constantly wanting to open it, but I don't want to get you know, I, I work with people that I'm friends with on Switch. So I want them to see me log in playing Stardew while, while we're working. I just think about my chickens, guys. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I guess hatch your eggs, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well that's what I mean. I'm gonna make some mayonnaise. I'm gonna I'm gonna take those eggs, make some mayonnaise. <laughs> Gotta make some cheese and some milk. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's a pretty old game. How about you, Steve? Anything recent? Uh, well, I mean, as, as I told you, I think so many times over the last several months, um, I haven't had access to myself. I literally, I'm not even joking, like two days ago, got my TV and my console set up. Um, so I got a long list of stuff I want to catch up on. I want to check out Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3 and uh, Zelda. <clears throat> and I actually bought Spider-Man. I think that's... Uh, oh, that's as we're talking, it comes out tomorrow, I think, today, tomorrow. Something like that. Um, so, um, yeah, so i got a lot to catch up on, but I have not been playing a lot uh, of recent stuff. It's basically um, Rocket League. It's still in the Rocket still. League. Still. So wow. Yeah, all these years later. And I, as I've said to you, Steve, the reason I, I've i stuck with this game so long is I ever so slowly, after all, over all these years, I've still gotten slightly, slightly better at it. So I've never fully okay. plateaued in the game. Although getting pretty Fair close enough. now, because I've sort of reached the, my, the the maximum skill level, which is still not, I'm still not a very good player. <laughs> but it's fun. It's like me and a couple of my buddies. So we, what's that? It's so hard. I don't know how you could be a good player. Like, Rocket League is just, you need so much skill to play, Steve. I'm, I'm always impressed that you play. Yeah, but I'm only like if you if you know Rocket League, I'm like a high platinum, low diamond player. Um, and there's guys out there who are like grand champs and stuff that just you know could just completely dunk on somebody like me. So that's that's kind of where I've uh, 
I've, I've maxed out, but like it's, it's something that me and my buddies play. Um, sometimes we'll take a season off and go a few months without playing, but it's like just kind of a ritual to get together a couple guys and we talk over chat and, um, you know, it's based on that we're just shooting the shit while we're playing the game. It's like he's kind of like we're playing the game in the background, <laughs> you know, destroying our opponents and but just just talking shit about what's going on in our lives or whatever. So, yeah, uh, I got a lot of a long list of things I want to get back into, but um, nothing recent. Now, what have, what have you been playing, Steve? What's on what's been on your? Well, it's not recent, but I've been playing the Callisto Protocol, which is that uh, it was supposed to be the Dead Space successor, but then after they remade oh, Dead Space. Oh, the guy who made Dead Space, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and it's, it's good. Like, Dead Space is so much better. I, uh, not that I hate to say it, but it's just so much better. And the story is fantastic. It's even on easy, it's, you'll die a few times. There's like some, you know, some stuff you got to get used to, but the story is fantastic. I think, uh, who is it? Josh Demel is the main character. So he's great in it. And, but uh, like a lot of jump scares, but again, it's, I think it's the same. Like, I don't know if you guys are getting this fatigue. I've been finding like every game is sort of like the last game I've played of that type of genre. Like no one's taking these chances. I'm not seeing like, unless you're an indie developer, I mean. But you're not seeing like these AAA games like taking that like leap. Like I, I don't know about Starfield. I'm sure that probably did it. But it just seems like every game just plays the same now. Like it's been been there, done that. I don't want to do these side missions. I don't want to go in here and collect this extra ammo. There's no point. Like I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just burnt out being I guess older now. Burnt out, yeah. What? But hold on a second. You guys saw some of the reviews for Starfield. Like I think it's the same kind of vibe though. Like uh, I, some of the reviews I was seeing had kind of expressed that that there was a lot of time wasted on See? things maybe they didn't want to so maybe yeah. it's not just me I don't think it's just you I think it's like our gen- maybe it's our generation of gamer but I feel like our generation of gamer are the ones playing these games and are the ones excited about these games coming out like the long kind of story driven open world I agree game. no I don't know I, I don't know like the Gen Z that I work with I don't, um, they don't really talk about, although I work in sports, so they mostly just play NHL and sure. um, Call of Duty, but like, they don't, they don't play the, the main mission. They're just playing no. online. <clears throat> no, it's so true. Yeah. I, mean, so. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I guess maybe it is our generation, but like, a perfect example is Saints Row, the, the remake. I ended up playing that o- over the summer. And it was fantastic, but if you play literally just the straight missions through, I think there's like 10 missions and you're done the game. If it wasn't for all the side missions, like there would be no game. And it's like, I don't want to do these nonsense side missions just to get to my regular mission. Like if it's an open world, let me have that choice, right? But a game, a game, some games do that well. Like like The Witcher has, incredible. The Witcher 3 has incredible side quests. Like some of the side quests are better than, than other games' main quests. And okay. Cyberpunk too. Um, yes, Cyberpunk that's also. a great example. Uh, like I got into, I was a side side missioning the shit out of that game. As I yes. do, I've got like RPG OCD, so I got to do. If, a, if an icon pops from the map, I got to go do it. I get it. Yeah. So I was playing through all these side missions. I think I had like forty hours, forty five hours into the game, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go do some of the, the main missions now. And I, I tell my buddy where I was. He says, oh, that's the second last mission of the story. I'm like, are you serious? Right. If you, if you just if you just went straight through the story missions in cyberpunk, it's actually pretty short, but you also may not survive if you don't level up through side missions. But I don't mind that if it's a world like cyberpunk, that's really interesting. And there are side missions that are actually kind of, you know, cool and have interesting characters and are fun. I love that. Like I'll turn me loose in that and I'll, I'll waste hours. I'm like, I'm back. I'm going back to start cyberpunk over since the, uh, the 2.0 update came out and the, yeah. the DLC. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, Everything I've said, everything I've read says it's like almost like a new game, or it's like the game that it should have been in the first place. So I'm really right. excited to go back and re-experience Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk from the beginning. But yeah, man, I, I I'm like uh, I, I can't, I'm the exact opposite of you. I will set the story aside and just go run around and do side quests. Like, no, again, don't get me wrong. I have the same OCD as you, so I have to do it. But I'm just complaining. They just don't put it in the game. <laughs> you just don't like it. Do no. it. You just won't like it. Right? <laughs> That's all it is. Like, you know, like Horizon's another perfect example because we both played that one at least. And yeah. it's like there's so many side missions where you, when you get to the final boss battle, you're so strong that two shots, they're dead. That's exactly what happened to me. Right. I, that's exactly what happened. I was, I was, I was maxed out. When I got the final battle. It just, just Me too. blew through the, like these, these really strong enemies. Right, it was supposed to be like the big threat of the game. Like, oh man, I've been on every other freaking quest in this game. I'm, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stomp you. But um, isn't yeah, it isn't that like RNG that that while you level up, like the main mission also kind of levels up to meet you at that level. That's how it should be. Okay. Borderlands does that, and I love the Borderlands yeah. series for that. A lot of games do that, then a lot of games... Some games still don't. Like, I think Elden Ring famously does not do that, and if you wander to the wrong area of Elden Ring, you'll just get slaughtered. Yeah. Like, um, like if you go left instead of right from the beginning, then you're, like, you're, oh, you're shit. fucking dead okay. right off the hop because you're, <laughs> you have no chance of surviving. But, uh, yeah, I mean, most games do level you up as you, as you go, but I feel like... Maybe it's just Horizon, but I feel like the, I feel like the the boss battle difficulty and that was kind of set at a certain place that they assumed you would be once I you got so there. And, right. and, but I don't I don't mind that. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna spend dozens of hours doing side quests, then I think the reward is you get to <laughs> you get to really well. And that was gonna lead perfectly in, into my next question: Where do you guys think the last boss should be just as difficult or even more difficult than the game itself, or should it be just one or two hit type of deal? should be the most difficult encounter you have no i, I don't agree because there's so many games where i st- i couldn't finish the last boss battle because it was so difficult and i just wanted to see no, that ending and i didn't no it should be slightly harder than every other battle. like it's this is it this is the moment the, the moment is the top of the hill you got to this moment now you have to slay the dragon like it should be the hardest moment of the game yeah I get that side. But yeah, again, like Steve hard. said, I, I want my flowers and then just l- let me win. <laughs> I made it. I, I paid my dues. Easy. <laughs> I paid my dues already. It's not easy, mother. Put it on only one hit kills. It's easy and you're done. I guess. <laughs> but having said that, I rarely finish games because I can't finish the boss battle. So, like, who am I? <laughs> you can probably count on one hand the amount of games I actually finished and didn't quit because the boss was frustrating me. So I just gave up. I was doing a, um, a consulting job on a, on a game that's coming out I, that I don't think I can name, but it's a RPG. What? No, it's an RPG. It's something. It's been announced. I just I'm not. I can't talk about it because I'm under NDA. Okay. But there's the um, uh, the boss battles. Jesus, I was doing well in the game, and I got to. It's like a multi multi stage boss battle because there's a whole bunch of villains you got to fight one after the other. Okay. And I was just getting rolled. Like I'd been I'd been having no. You know, the combat was challenging, but but not too hard up to that point. I just got rolled so many times, and I ha- this is the case where I have to finish this game. Like my job is to finish this game and, and write about it, write a report about it. And luckily, I discovered. I hope they're not listening. But but I mean, look, look, I tried to do it the right way. But then I discovered that there was a, a developer cheats menu built into the game because it was a it's pre release code, and so I had to just put like one hit kills to towards saving. Like I would try each boss like five times, and if I just couldn't do it, I could say, okay, I see what I need to do here. But I can't go back and spend another, you know, eight hours grinding, grinding up levels to, to fight this boss. So I, uh, I, I had to turn on cheats to get in the game, and I felt dirty. I felt dirty about it, but it was it was a necessity in this case. No, but I feel like that's fine. It's whatever. We've all used a cheat code at some point. Well, of course. Like to me, I I always harken back to what was it? The cartridge, the Dream Genie, or the Genie something? What was it called? Oh, the Game Genie. Yeah. Game Genie Game Shark. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Like, every time I knew someone who had it, it was like, oh, my God, it's like the, the Golden Grail. It's like, oh, what is this? Like, what's going on? And it's and all the games are this. And then you do crazy stuff that you couldn't do in the regular. It would just blow my mind. Yeah. See, that's fun. That's just a fun part. I feel like that's part of the experience of playing it. Just cheat a little bit. You guys didn't play Sims and, like, put that hack in where you could just get, like, millions of dollars about whatever you want. Go on. Yeah. Other load. I still remember it. Mother load the cheat code and, and it was probably all the same. It was all the same stuff, but yeah. And you get like 50,000 simoleons every time you talk yeah. to Motherload. <laughs> so who wants to work with like, man, let's keep cash. I want to, I want to build a, a pimp house. I want to have a yeah, job. Exactly. Real life is all having a job. Just give me money and let me, let me live out my, my Sims fantasy. Let me build the biggest pool I can build and then take the ladder up so the guy drowns in it. Oh my yeah, yeah. <laughs> evil Steve, evil Steve. <laughs> well, speaking of evil, Steve, we didn't even touch on Star Wars, The Empire. We always talk about some Star Wars because it always coincides when we talk. Have both of you watched Ahsoka? No. Come on. But there's a reason for it. I have a good, I have a good excuse. My excuse is, again, like a show's like, I haven't watched Endor yet either. Did. What? The show's like... 
So it's like Andor and Ahsoka. I I, I like. I, I want to watch those shows, but I wanted I wanted to watch them on my my seventy seven inch OLED TV, right? Okay. Which I didn't have hooked up until two days ago. I may have mentioned that. I don't know if I mentioned that before this conversation, but I only got my TV hooked up two days ago. So I I like those are shows I didn't want to watch on like my my laptop kind of thing. I wanted to have okay, the fair. the full big picture and the Dolby Vision and the Atmos around sound and all that shit. So I have not watched Ahsoka yet, or or even Andor, but. Um, it's on the list, man. I got a long list of stuff to get to. We got, yeah, we got lists going. That's the problem, guys. I yeah. still haven't finished watching this last season of Succession. Okay. Give what? I, I, yeah, I know. No spoilers. I'm, I'm, I'm only on season see. two. Oh my goodness! You guys are killing me. <laughs> we fall. I know we fall off of series all, all the time. Look, we restarted um, Sopranos and then didn't finish mm. our round of Sopranos. Like, you want to watch these greats, right? You like want to relive. But it's hard. Um. But yeah, I haven't, like, I, I'm trying to get into shows that are, like, of the moment. Um, I watched the Beckham doc. Oh, it okay. happened. That, that was very good, very machining. I highly recommend it on Netflix. Um, there's, like, just so many different shows that have come out now, but I feel like so I've gone many. into this weird um, regression of um, uh, womanhood where I'm becoming my mother and uh, sort of watching um, a lot of reality shows. Like, I'm really into The Golden Bachelor now. Um, it's so good, you guys. If you haven't watched any Bachelor, it doesn't matter. You need to watch The Golden Bachelor. This is, it's so precious. He's, like, uh, seven years old. I was going to say, um, I think I can relate. That's the only Bachelor I could actually relate to. Seven-year-old Bachelor. They're all real. Or they're all just, like, real women who are in their 60s and 70s trying to date this seven-year-old man. who Like, it's so real and so precious. Okay. Um I, I've just been, yeah, it's kind of gross that I've just gotten slipped into this, like, watching the Beckhams and the reality TV show, like, At Home with the Furies, like, that kind of stuff. Oh, that and, was like, fantastic. I, I love that series. Yeah. At Home with the Furies is great, because um, if I can tie sports into, like, reality TV show watching, that's kind right. of where my head is at. But I, then I got back into the newsroom. I don't know if you guys watch any Apple, any Apple shows, but. Um, the newsroom? Yeah. Like the... Or the morning show. Oh, sorry, the morning show. There you go. Sorry, the, it's the morning show. It gave me newsroom vibes, but it's the it's the morning show. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Aniston watching the third season now. I don't know. It's I, I I haven't been watching any of my normal geek shows that I would normally have watched um, when I was on doing reviews or because it's not mm. like you're not you know what I mean. Like I got to discuss and watch those things with you guys, and like my husband really isn't into fantasy type stuff. Okay. So. It's tough and you should, you want to watch yeah. it, your partner would watch it. Yeah, it was like, like, yeah, when we were on the show or, you know, our, our other careers that, um, that kind of required us to be caught up in this stuff. Yeah. Um, I find sense. now that I don't have to watch, like I don't have to be caught up in the latest shows and latest games. Um, it's nice. Like you can play or watch what you want, but I just find like my consumption of, of, of that kind of entertainment is really decreased. And again, it's, it's been... You know, like Marissa is, is probably the busiest person that we know. So I, I can't believe. I literally, dude, getting her on the show today is, is a huge gap. It's meant to be. Like, it's meant yeah. to be. Yeah. No, you know why he? You know why it works? Because uh, he, like, if you want to get me, you got to like, it's got to be like the day or the day before where it's like I know what's coming next because things that come to me are usually like super last minute or I have to drop something and I have to go somewhere or, like sense. be somewhere. So. Um, planning in advance, not my bag. Like, I really can't deal with someone's like, okay, can I book you for, like, three weeks around? Honestly, I don't know. Like, I, I literally have no idea. But if you're getting me the day before, this is the, that's the ticket. That is the absolute ticket. I know my schedule the next day. It's great. There you go, it all perfect. worked out. It's going to be in the office. Like, guys, good times. Perfect timing. The perfect way to record this, too. It's great. It's so meant to be. And I do thank you guys for coming. Okay, before we call this a wrap and you guys promote some stuff, did you guys ever, I don't remember now, did you guys ever do any reviews together? Yeah. I, did we? Did we <laughs> yeah, we did. Don't you remember when we, Steven. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, my God, bro. You and all, I? We literally recorded Rockets and Riggins together, so that counts. No, that doesn't well, but that's a group effort. Yeah, that's a group effort. Did you and I, just anyway. you and I, as a team, ever do a review? I don't remember that. Um, Don't you remember that time when we were shooting? It was like me, you... Um, Sean and did, was Rags there? But like we were all doing something together. I have photos. <laughs> I have photos from the day. Okay, but, but I don't think like I like obviously I've done lots of reviews with Rags. I've teamed up with Vic, with Sean, mm-hmm. with Scott, 
I don't think I don't remember you and I ever just the two of us doing anything because there was never like a, re- a reason that that we would be put together like that. What the hell? Like, I don't know, man. There's no Wait reason. God damn it, Vic! God damn it! Yeah, what the what the hell is even that? <laughs> but we did we did so many like E uh, three segments and, and Rock and Rock and Reagan. Yeah, and we did a lot. It was of always stuff. so fun. Like that was, I think our E three segments and our Rock and Reagan Award segments at the end of the year. Those were always the highlights of for sure. So when the whole team was together and just having fun, I do yeah. miss that. I don't always miss the schedule that we were. Hmm on or you know trying to do that do the show alongside my work at the at the sun at the time but i do miss i miss shooting stuff with rags and and darcy and then adam and i miss the times that, that all of us got together and uh and just hung out those were good times so, those are the, yeah the absolute best times but like honestly best gigs so much fun um yeah the e3 stuff comic-con stuff um doing any like developer interviews anytime we got to travel and see each other that was really cool um yeah, like fan expo. Those those kinds of moments are yeah. fun because we actually talk about the the job that we have and, and how much fun we had doing it. Like different time in the world, right? Because that was like yeah. pre Twitch. That was pre like um, you know people talking about video games on YouTube. And, um, yeah, this is like yeah, this is just a different time in 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 the universe, really. So um, we got to exist in that moment, which is yeah. I'll, I'll always be grateful for for. I always talk about like, oh, I'm like, guys, I'm so old. I'm working with a bunch of kids over here. Like, it's, but I, I'm so grateful for the career that I got to have in video games at the time that video games were happening because um, it was really like a golden age of video games too. Um, it yeah, just, it, was. it all kind of seemed like it was happening. Yeah, and, and as a viewer, it, it came off like when these guys all came together during those shows. Those were the funnest shows because you could tell like all the giggles, all like the pokes and stuff. Like that transitioned well over TV. Like you know what I mean. And I think it's better when you put like a face and you know people's likes and dislikes. And Vic talks about this all the time, where you want certain people to be different because then you know other people will watch and you could relate to them. Oh my gosh, I mean, we're all so different. Right, exactly. Maybe Steve and I like playing certain games more than other people, but um, yeah, for the most part, we're all so so different and with vastly different tastes. And um, the show, yeah, that's how it works. I think, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. All right, miss those days. Yeah, of course, and hopefully there'll be a reunion soon. So, Vic, if you're listening, get the crew back together. But until then, promote your stuff. What you guys want to put out there, ladies first. Marissa, go on. Oh, geez. Um, well, I post a lot of content all the time, all the time on my socials. I am I'm Rob 49 on Instagram. I'm posting stories usually every day on TikTok. I'll, I'll post I'll post pretty often on TikTok. I'm Rob 29 there as well. I don't know if everyone's still using Twitter. It's kind of become a cesspool of, of absolute trash. But um, I'm also on Twitter, just at birth or Roberto. And I, I host a show for TSN called Digital Sports Center. It's on every single weekday on TSN's Instagram stories and across other socials. If you're on Snapchat, well, I'm on Snapchat too, guys. Snapchat is popping for the children. Okay. MR29 on Snapchat. Uh, oh, you know what? Also, you can't see, but I'm wearing a jacket that has Wu Tang on it because Wu Tang is also for the children, just like Snapchat. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, Steve, you probably should let me go first because I got absolutely <laughs> I'm like that's, in that's good. social media now, and all the work I do is behind the scenes. Like I'm loving my work. Um, it's all uh, writing, uh, a little bit of consulting, um, but it's all behind the scenes. And uh, I work with great people, including Ben Silverman at Apple. Our, our, our old buddy Ben is killing um, it at Apple for several years now. But um, yeah, you won't, you won't, you'll, you'll, you'll read my work, but you won't know that I wrote it. That's that's kind of that's where <laughs> I'm at. And uh, yeah, and, and I, I don't know if I've. I, Mm, I don't know. I, oh. um, yeah, I'm not on social media very much. But if I ever, if I ever, something big ever happens, uh, you, I will maybe post it on uh, the social media site formerly known as Twitter. And uh, my, you can find me there as at Steve Tilly, all one word. But I think my last post was probably a year or two ago. I don't even know. Fantastic. Yeah, but just, you know what? Follow Marissa. Follow all You all know what? Twitter sucks, but I will, I will, if something happens in Steve's life, I will post it to my story and take it. <laughs> there you go. 
Just follow Marissa, and you'll get updates about her life and and my life as many big happens as well. Yeah. <laughs> when he when he comes to Toronto, I will see him and post him. That's true. That's true. I, I will show up in in Marissa's stories every time I'm in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, or X under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on X, a podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them, almost definitely helps me out. Most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. One last question before I let both of you go. What is yeah. your favorite Halloween candy as a child or even currently? Steven? Um, I mean, nothing beats the, the... Well, I mean, nowadays, sometimes you have houses giving away full-size chocolate bars. When I was a kid, that was unheard of. Right. So my favorites were uh, when you got the mini chocolate bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, the, I mean, the Reese Peanut Butter Cup, that was always the holy grail. Yeah. Right? But you wanted as many yeah. as many peanut butter cups in your bag as, as you could possibly get. But uh, now I'm in a position where I own a house. I'm going to actually have kids coming to my door for the first time in my life. Oh, wow. A child in my childhood home. So I'm like, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that house this year. I'm going to be the house giving away full-size chocolate bars. Uh, and you are? Oh, man, I'm the... Those, any, any kids coming to my house are going to be so spoiled. How about this? Go one step further. Give a family-size bag of Lay's chips to all the kids. <laughs> no, because that takes up too much room in the in the bag. That's gotta, right. That's actually, true. Yeah, you know, that is true. Too much room in the, in the pillowcase. You got to... Stephen, that's so fun. What kind of chocolate... What kind of, what's the bar going to be? What are the bars? I don't know, man. I don't know. i got to talk to my neighbors sort of what to expect in terms of uh, turnout then i'm just gonna go and uh yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the, the, the house that is whispered in legends throughout the oh my uh, gosh. community yeah. <laughs> um i'm so excited for you i don't have that i live in a condo here so i won't be getting no children but um i just love the like the mini kit kats and the mini coffee crisp like that yep. just that yeah, forget everything that comes in that bag except for the smarties smarties suck ass okay smarties suck so so hard um they're just a brutal candy but it's you're listening to this in america they're chocolate they're the chocolate ones it's not like the the smarties that you guys have that are like we call those rockets um yeah, i love rockets rockets rockets, rockets are, are yeah american smarties are great yeah yeah american smarties great canadian smarties absolute trash um also trash calling twitter x we're not gonna guys i'm sorry i'm out on that i'm not calling x elon can absolutely suck it we're not we're not doing that i'm not paying a dollar either if the, he implements that a dollar a year like, yeah, like, please it's going to be free. I'm already, you know, sacrificing my mental health being on this app. Just, like, just call it Twitter. I'm done with this. Anyway. <laughs> on that note, she's Marissa. He's Steve. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.